Hello, everybody. My name's Andrew, and I'm Cassie, and this is the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips, friends. You're listening to Catchword, our series, which is designed for intermediate and advanced English learners. And here we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and helpful expressions that can take your English listening and speaking skills to the next level. Now I'm joined here today by my trusty sidekick Cassie. Hey, Cassie, how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good, Andrew. Thanks for asking. And hello, listeners. So, Cassie, it's been a minute since we've released a catchword episode. And that's actually an interesting expression, right off the bat, isn't it? It's been a minute, and when I say that, I don't actually mean that it's only been one minute since we've recorded and released a catchword episode. It actually means that it's been a long time, right? So when somebody says, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a minute," it means they haven't seen you in a long time. Kind of a funny expression, isn't it? It is. I didn't notice how weird it was until you just started explaining it. <laughs> so it's been a minute since we've released a catchword episode. So I want to apologize to all of the fans of catchword because it's been a while since we have released one. But it is great to be back, and I think that we have a super helpful lesson lined up for everyone here today. Yeah, I agree. And this episode today is. Perfect for this scenario because our key expressions are all about telling someone to wait, just like you guys have been waiting so patiently for a catchword episode. And to be perfectly honest, I think this is a really important skill to know how to do in English. Cassie, I don't know if you have ever had this experience, but I know I have. And of course, I work with a lot of English learners, right? And over the years, I've had so many people tell me, "Andrew, wait, just wait, please wait." Something like that. Like they want me to wait for whatever reason, and that's what they say. They say, "Wait, please wait." And actually, that comes across as rather rude in English if you just say the word "wait," even if you use the word "please wait." It's not something that English native speakers would do very often, unless you're like really in a position of authority. I think commanding somebody to do something, like a parent might tell their kid, "Wait!" Like if their child was about to run across a busy street when the red light was red, and they had to wait for the green light. You know, so that that kind of situation, you could say, "Wait." But in other situations, it comes across as a little bit rude. Now, of course, I'm an English teacher, so I wasn't offended or anything. I know they're just learning the language and trying to communicate as best as they can. But I think this lesson will be so helpful for teaching people how to use the proper expressions to communicate very politely in English and to get your points across. So that's what we're going to explore how to do today. So what we'll do in this lesson, everyone, is introduce a very common everyday expression that you can use when you want to tell or ask someone to wait for you. 
Then we'll explain what that expression means, how you can use it, and we'll listen to some example conversations where you can hear how native speakers would use that phrase in a real-life situation, and then we'll move on to another expression as well. Two expressions today. We'll start in just a minute, but before we do, I have an announcement, and that is that we want to remind everyone about the interactive transcript and study guide that is available to all Culips members that accompanies this episode. And we made the study guide and transcript to help you learn and remember all of the key points in this lesson to improve your English fluency and to help your English sound natural. Now, to become a member and to get the transcript and the study guide, actually not just for this lesson, but for our entire library of English lessons, plus a ton of other awesome benefits and bonuses as well, then you can just visit our website, culips.com, and sign up. And of course, we want to extend a huge thank you to all of our Culips members. Your continued support allows us to keep creating new episodes and English lessons every week. We truly couldn't do this without you. All right, let's get started with this episode in earnest and turn our attention to the first key expression of this lesson, which is bear with me, bear with me. And bear is spelt B-E-A-R, just like the animal. But we're not talking about the animal in this expression, are we, Cassie? It's nothing to do with the animal. No, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So why don't you break it down for us? Could you explain what this expression means, bear with me? Sure. The expression bear with me is a polite way to ask someone for their patience, their understanding, or cooperation while you're handling something or trying to explain something. There's a similar phrase, which is, I can't bear it. I can't bear the thought, which means I can't handle it. So this is kind of the opposite. I'm asking you, I know it's a little inconvenient, but bear with me, please. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because the verb is the same verb in the two expressions. Bear with me and I can't bear it. And of course, as a noun, bear is that cute or sometimes terrifying animal, <laughs> depending on your perspective. And that everybody knows. But as a verb, it's not quite as common. And just like you said, Cassie, it can mean to handle something or to endure a hardship or a difficult situation. So when you're telling somebody, bear with me, it means, oh, endure me for a moment, right? And we use this when we are asking somebody to wait, usually for us to do something, right? I've got to do something in order to assist you or to help you or to serve you. And it's going to take just a moment before I can offer that assistance or that help or that service. So I need you just to wait a moment. But like I said, you know, especially in a business kind of situation, if you're a customer, Cassie, and I'm a customer service agent and I need you to wait while I'm on the phone or looking on the computer for something, and I just say to you, wait, it's going to come across as rather rude and you'd probably think that's bad customer service. But if I said, oh, could you bear with me, please? Well, then that would be perfectly polite, right? Yeah, it kind of feels like you're 
putting that person on the same team as you. Like, ah, I know this sucks. I know you don't want to wait, but could you bear with me, work together with me to get through this situation? Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that we are recording an episode about this topic right now, Cassie, it's got a little bit of a background story, which I'll share with you. And it kind of is funny because, Cassie, we've been talking recently about our recording schedule. When should we record and trying to link up our availabilities? And we were thinking about recording last week, but I had to visit the dentist last week. Do you remember? And I told you, oh, I don't know if my mouth will be frozen or fine and I might have difficulty talking. So we decided not to record last week. While I was at the dentist, Actually, the dentist had to do some kind of uncomfortable thing. He had to put some pressure on, I don't know exactly what he was doing. I couldn't see because <laughs> I can't see in my own mouth. But he had to do something where he put some pressure on one of my teeth. And in that moment, you know, it's funny, I'm in Korea here, but the dentist lived in America for a long time. So he speaks really good English, which was a pleasant surprise to me, actually. But he told me, bear with me while he was putting that pressure on my tooth for a moment. A real world example. <laughs> a real world example. Bear with me. And it clicked. Ah, this is a great topic for a lesson on catchwords. So even when I was in the dentist chair there, in that little moment of unpleasantness, I was thinking of Q-loops. So there we are. That's a real world example of how you could use this expression. And I have to say the dentist used it perfectly. And it really stood out because I haven't heard too many second language users of English here in Korea use that kind of expression. So I was really impressed by his usage of that. So just to summarize, everyone, bear with me is a very polite expression that we can use when we want to ask someone to be patient with us or wait a moment before we can help them or assist them or serve them. So now that we know what it means, why don't we listen to a couple of example conversations? Cassie, does that sound okay to you? Yeah, let's do it. Sorry, everyone. I'm just having a little trouble opening up the presentation file. Bear with me for a moment, okay? No worries. The computer in this meeting room has been acting really strange lately. Let me know if you need any help. Thanks. I think it's starting now. It was just a little hiccup. No problem. Take your time. Let's break this example conversation down. So it sounded to me, Cassie, like this conversation took place in a meeting room at an office. And one of the workers in that office was about to give a presentation. And he had a kind of nightmare situation happen. Right before you have to make a presentation, you're trying to open your presentation file and something is not working, right? I don't know exactly what the issue was, but it sounds like that computer in that meeting room probably isn't so great. So he's like kind of stressed out, you know? Everybody's standing there, staring, waiting for him to get the meeting started. And he's stressing out, trying to open the file. And so he said to the other people that are waiting in the meeting room, please bear with me. Bear with me for a moment, meaning I've got a little issue here with the computer. Please just wait while I get it fixed and ready to go. Yeah, there was also another cute little phrase in there that I'd like to mention, which was, 
it was just a little hiccup when they were talking about the computer, you know, having a quick fix. A little hiccup is when there's just a small problem happening, whether it be to a piece of technology or any situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very cute word, isn't it? Hiccup. And maybe some listeners don't even know what a hiccup is. What is a hiccup? It's kind of hard to define. I feel like when you get air in your diaphragm and then you uncontrollably make a weird uh, sound. <laughs> yeah. Probably most people have had that experience, right? <clears throat> kind of that uncontrollable little noise that comes out is called a hiccup. And it's also used to talk about a small problem, exactly, a hiccup. Okay, well, why don't we move on to example conversation two now? Hello, how can I help you today? I'd like to find some books about golden retrievers. Do you know where I could find some? Let me just check the computer and I'll see what we have. Okay, bear with me for just a second. Yeah, yeah, of course. Please take your time. Thanks for your patience.、Mm, okay, so all our pet books are on the second floor in section C, and it looks like we have several books specifically about golden retrievers. Okay, second floor, section C. I got it. Thanks so much. No problem. All right. In this example conversation, we are at a library, and one visitor at the library is interested in picking up a book on golden retrievers, but they have no idea where to look. So he goes to the librarian and asks for some help. And while he's waiting, the librarian says, Bear with me for just a second. Please wait while I research this topic on golden retrievers. And he waited patiently and she told him where to go. Yeah, exactly. I could imagine that that's not the most popular topic. You know, there's probably a lot of people going into the library and asking, where's Harry Potter? Where are Lord of the Rings? Or where are these bestsellers? But Golden Retrievers, maybe not as popular books about them. So she had to look in the computer database, right? And while she was doing that, she wanted him to wait for a moment. So she just said, Oh, please bear with me. Cassie, a quick question for you before we move on to the next key expression. We've heard this expression used when telling somebody to wait for you, right? Please bear with me. Bear with me. Could you also use it as a question, like asking somebody to wait for you? Could you bear with me for a second? Yeah, exactly, right? We could also use it as a question, right? So that's just another way to ask somebody to wait for you is to use it as a question, right? Could you please bear with me? Or could you bear with me? Can you bear with me? Right? Anything like that would be totally fine to use in these situations as well. All right. It's time for expression number two. And this is a fun one, much, much, much more casual than the first one. So the first one is very polite, very formal, and this one is way more casual. So although they have the same meaning, essentially, they have a difference in formality. This one is much less formal. The expression is hang tight, hang tight. And Cassie, what do you. Want to say about this expression? I don't 
don't know. Hang tight is very slangy. It reminds me of a skateboarder being like, hang tight. Yeah, I think in my personal life, I would never ever say to my friends, bear with me. Like, I would use it in my professional life or in a customer service role, of course, but I would never say to my friends, like, oh, bear with me for just a second. That would seem a little too formal, but I've definitely used the expression hang tight like a million times, probably with my friends and family even, hang tight. So it's another way to say wait or please wait. It has that exact same meaning, but yeah, just a much more casual way to express that. And yeah, I don't know, Cassie, I was trying to find some information about the origin of this expression and I couldn't really find any great information. So Yeah, I'm not exactly sure of why we say this, but it does sound like you said you were talking about a skateboarder, right? And I think it has that kind of like California feeling to it, a surfer or a skateboarder or something. Maybe it came out of one of those subcultures because that's also the imagery that I get when I think of this expression is like some kind of skater dude using it. Exactly. I think my dad uses this expression a lot. Well, everybody does. But the person I know in my life who uses it the most is my father. Mm-hmm. So I think the key thing that we should emphasize and highlight here is that although they have the exact same meaning, you wouldn't want to use hang tight in a business or customer service situation. It's too casual, too informal. Okay, for that kind of formal professional situation, you should use bear with me. And for informal or fun situations, very casual situations, then you can use hang tight. So that's really the only difference that I wanted to clarify. And now why don't we listen to some example conversations and we'll hear how native speakers use this kind of expression in their everyday lives. Here we go. We just need to check your bag before you can go into the stadium. Hang tight for just a sec, okay? Yeah, sure thing. No rush. All right, all good. Enjoy the show. Yeah, thanks. Will do. Let's break this example down. So in this example conversation, there is a security guard who needs to check the bag of a concert goer who is going to a stadium to watch a concert. Maybe it's a Taylor Swift concert or a Beyonce concert. Who knows? But it's like this big stadium gig and the concert goer is going to the stadium to watch the show. And Cassie, often when you go to these big stadiums, you have to pass through security before you're allowed to enter the stadium, right? There are often metal detectors, or bag checks. And this is what happened to that concert goer. They had a bag check. And it's just to, you know, look in the bag and make sure that someone is not bringing in any weapons or alcohol or drugs or anything that shouldn't be brought into the stadium, right? So while the security guard was checking the bag, she said, hang tight for a sec hang tight for a sec. And this just means please wait for a moment. Of course, a sec means a second, but just like how we were talking about the expression for a minute at the start of the show, remember that? We also use for a sec to talk about obviously more than one second, right? 
There's going to be maybe a little bit of time. You have to wait until the security guard checks your bag, but it's just a phrase that we use instead of saying for a moment, just hang tight for a sec. And yeah, just means please wait for a moment. Yeah, I agree with that, Andrew. I think for a sec or just a sec is used frequently as well when asking someone to wait for you. Like, just a second, please, just a sec. So adding for a sec or just a sec on to hang tight just makes it even more slangy, even more natural. <laughs> Cassie, I don't know about in your house, but in my house, or at least when I'm speaking, I use this expression all the time with my wife. You know, my wife will call me like, Andrew, it's dinner or something. And I'm like, just a sec, you know? Exactly. Yes, me too. Same, same. <laughs> It means like, I'll be there as soon as I can, right? I'm coming, just wait a moment, just a sec. And yeah, good point. That's another very frequent expression that we use all the time when we want to, you know, ask somebody to wait for just a moment. Okay, let's listen to example conversation number two right now. Hello, what could I get started for you? I'll have an oat milk latte, please. Yeah, you bet. We've got a couple orders ahead of you, so just hang tight and we'll bring it out to you as soon as possible. No worries. Take your time. I'm just going to sit over there by the window. Okay, perfect. As soon as it's ready, we'll bring it over. Thanks. All right. In this example dialogue, we have a barista and a customer. And the barista lets the customer know, you know, it's kind of rush hour. We have a lot of people right now. Can you hang tight? wait for just a bit and I'll bring your drink as soon as possible. Cassie, one thing that I want to ask you about is we just clarified that in a customer service situation, you should use bear with me. But now here at a cafe, we're hearing the barista say hang tight. So what's going on there? What's that all about? I think cafes are stereotypically considered as a laid back hipster kind of place. So usually the people working there are going to be younger, more chill, and less likely to use formal English. Yeah, it's actually a really good place probably to practice and use casual expressions because like you said, they're very laid back and just easygoing. And so yeah, I think that's why you hear hang tight used in a business situation, but it's a cafe, so it's more relaxed and, you know, it's okay to use it in that kind of situation, especially when the staff are younger. Absolutely. Well, everybody, that is going to bring us to the end of today's episode. So thank you for tuning in and congratulations on completing another English lesson here with Cassie and me today. Well done. Just to recap, we learned two expressions you can use to ask someone to wait for you while you do something. The first, bear with me, is a polite way you can tell someone to wait for you while you finish something. And the second, hang tight, is the more casual way of asking someone to wait patiently for you. 
If you're looking to connect with like-minded English learners and dive deeper into discussions about what you hear on Qlips, our Discord server is the place to be. It's an active online community where you can connect and communicate with Qlips listeners from around the world who are passionate about improving their fluency. And the good news is it's completely free. So to join, just follow the link in the description for this episode. And guys, let's keep the conversation going about this episode on our Discord server. This episode was made possible thanks to our awesome Qlips members. Without our members, we wouldn't be able to make free audio lessons for people around the world. If you'd like to become a Qlips member, support what we do, and get access to the helpful transcripts and study guides for all of our episodes, plus a bunch of other great perks like exclusive member-only bonus content, visit our website, qlips.com. And don't forget to show your support by following us on Instagram, introducing Qlips to your friends who are learning English, and leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you use to listen to Qlips. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time when we're back with a brand new episode. Goodbye. See ya.